today we are going to tune into any tips you need to know about navigating ascension. So we are going to talk about ascension, what we need to know to navigate through this process, and I'm going to be channeling this one from the Akashic Records specifically. So on the show I channel in, in different ways and tune in in different ways. Today we're going to be working from the Akashic Records and see what the record keepers want us to know about navigating ascension. I have some bullet points written out for myself. I have like five or six main topics I just wanted to tune into, but I sort of think the record keepers are just going to take this wherever it needs to go and knock my bullet points to the side. So that's what we're going to do today. I've already opened up the Akashic Records and I know I've talked about Ascension a bit, but you know some of this might be overlap with what I've talked about before. Some of it might be new. All right, friends, it is the month of love. This is why I love February because it's like lovey, Valentine's Day, all the fun stuff. And if you love your body at all and you want to show your body some love, then you will get on the Organifi train immediately. I am not joking. My body loves Organifi. Okay. It loves it. Like when I, if I don't have it, like I did that liver detox last month and I couldn't drink anything except water and I was without my Organifi for nine days, I actually just felt like I was a shriveled up raisin. It was horrible. So if you want to show your body some love, these are my top two products. I feel bold saying this. It might change, but Organifi Green Juice and Organifi Harmony. Oh my God, they are game changers. Organifi Green Juice is incredible. First thing in the morning gives you a nice, fresh boost of energy without the extra caffeine and has so many superfoods. There are 11 different superfoods in green juice that supports detoxification in the body. I feel so refreshed, so energized, so much less just like bogged down. It's such a beautiful way to start your morning. It's filled with amazing ingredients like moringa, ashwagandha, spirulina, chlorella. You that natural energy boost, balance out your stress hormones and support the natural detox processes in your body. I just put a scoop in some water and add a little bit of nut milk. It is delicious. My second top favorite product has got to be Harmony. I just add it to hot water and it is like healthy hot chocolate. If you like hot chocolate, just get your hands on Harmony. But this is specifically designed to support healthy hormones, which let's be honest, I think most people could use some support there. Harmony is filled with ingredients like maca, cacao, chaste tree berry, shatavari, stinging nettle, turmeric, ginger, cinnamon, all that good stuff packed with antioxidants and anti-inflammatory compounds, immune boosting, adaptogenic. If you feel like you are dealing with hormonal symptoms like acne, weight gain, fatigue, hair loss, low sex drive, Harmony is the most delicious way to support healthy hormones. And you know why I love Organifi products? Because they actually work and they taste delicious. Like I would want to drink these even if there weren't any health benefits. The thing is for us to actually get results from any of these adaptogens, functional mushrooms, herbs, we need to be consistent. And if it tastes bad, we're not going to be consistent. And Organifi makes it so easy for this to become a ritual in your everyday life. I drink Organifi every single day, like multiple times a day, and it truly has made the world of a difference in how I feel. So you can check out Organifi Harmony, Green Juice, and all of their other amazing products. Just head to Organifi.com CTC. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com CTC. My code CTC will get you 20% off. The first thing they're saying, and they said this like the second I 
opened up the records about Ascension and what was going to come through is that it's really important that we don't overlook any piece of information. It's really valuable to hear what we think is the same thing multiple times. And that's a lesson that's going to come up throughout this Ascension journey in general. You might find that similar messages are coming through again and again and again. Maybe people in your life are giving you the same piece of advice or you just keep getting the same intuitive message over and over again. We can often think we already know it, but if it keeps coming up in our field, it's because there's still more wisdom to uncover. There's still more to unpack. It's coming up for a reason. And the thing is, every time we hear the same piece of information, what we think is the same piece of information, it's actually different. The frequency is different. We are hearing it with a new set of ears. I'll say for me personally, this is why I love to listen to readings I've had, like human design readings I've had, astrology readings I've had, things like that again and again and again, because I really do get something different out of it every single time. Something can pop that didn't pop before, or it can just mean something different to you while you listen to it now compared to what it meant to you when you heard it the first time. So that's what they want us to all really understand. And I'll say that's already been like a huge lesson for me to learn and keep learning with with channeling work because sometimes I know for me, my human always wants something new. Uh, and <laughs> with channeling, similar answers come through again and again and again. Often new stuff does and that's exciting, but uh, the the stuff that I think is repeat is still really valuable and it needs to be repeated for a reason. Uh, and there's always more to work with underneath just one sentence, one packet of information. So that's the first thing they're just saying, you know, listen to everything, receive everything as if it's for the first time. That's going to be a really important energy for you to approach this ascension process with is, is just curiosity and openness and willingness to shift and change and transform and, and explore different perceptions because Ascension is going to impact us. This process of ascension is going to impact us in a number of ways. You know, so you often hear and and they've said ascension is a very physical process. I've talked about that a lot on the show. Things with the physical body. They're going to dive into that in a second. They're saying, but but there's a lot that's going on, of course, in the energetic realms, obviously, but emotionally. And I feel like this is a part of ascension that. Most of us actually need a lot of support around and maybe we are not really honoring how intense it can be, which is the personal realizations and the the paradigm shifts that we get to make, the illusions that get shattered that we never thought would would get shattered because we didn't think that they were illusions. So there's this whole process of becoming, of shedding old layers, of shifting relationships. It's a very emotional process. And that's the first thing that they're they're really bringing forward about navigating ascension is understand what you're getting into to the best of your ability. A lot of this is a journey of surprise, but that is a thing to understand that it's a journey of surprise and that layers are going to be shed and you're going to have a lot of important personal realizations. And so if you're going into this process of ascension, wanting it to feel really comfortable and thinking that your life is going to be the exact same, you're just going to maybe feel different in it. <laughs> That's not what's going to happen. 
you are going to shift and transform and evolve and get really into your highest alignment. But through that, things in your life are going to have to change. So even if you can just know ahead of time going into it, okay, I know that things are going to pop up that I might not expect. I know that I might wake up one day and have an emotion around something that I was not anticipating. I might wake up one day and realize this living situation, this career, this relationship, this belief is just not resonant for me. And it can feel like it hits you out of left field, but it's it's just part of the ascension process. You know, and as we peel back these different layers and go on this journey and we shift on a vibrational level, now the things that resonate with us are going to change. The things that resonate as truth for us are going to shift and change. So understand that it might not feel comfortable. It won't feel comfortable for your ego, but it can be more comfortable for you if you know that going into it and you decide, I'm going to lead from my soul self. I'm going to live from a space of trust and surrender, anchoring into love. And I'm going to allow my higher self to guide me through this because your higher self is trying to guide you through this in the most loving way possible, uh, in the easiest way, the most aligned way possible. It's when we get in the way with our human stuff, with our ego, with our fears, with our thoughts and our logicking and trying to figure it out that we make it a bit more difficult. So this process will teach us surrender. It will teach us curiosity and openness. How willing are you to transform and, and can we really understand what that looks like to live in the process of evolution and think about what that really means around living in surrender and living in detachments, right? And detachment does not mean that we don't care about things. We see from love, we live from love, we choose from love, but we're not attached to the timeline or the how we understand that there are different cycles in life, there are different seasons and what served us up until this point maybe needs to shift and change. And so what we're going to bump up against is when we have become attached to maybe a certain way of eating or a certain location we, we've lived in or a certain relationship we've been in or a certain identity, a certain career, something that people says we're really good at, any of those things that we are attached to it's going to become really, really obvious. And the gift is in learning to live in surrender, learning to live in detachment. And that's obviously going to shift the way that we relate to each other, just understanding that we might not all be in each other's lives forever, you know, and that includes shifting our relationship with death. But it actually opens up the space to honor what is resonant for other people. There are a lot of expectations that we live in that we put on other people in our society. We have ideas that XYZ should happen on this timeline. XYZ should happen for this length of time. This should last for a long period of time. And is that really true? And so the point of this time is to really allow us to question our beliefs and question our norm and ask ourselves, is this really resonant for me though? And give ourselves opportunity for some of that to change. Some of that might not, but the point is to really raise things to conscious awareness so we can actually evaluate what's resonant for us and what's not. So allow things to shift, to change, to transform and notice where your relationship with transformation starts to change in itself or maybe you were dreading that or you feel like it has to be a hard thing or you have certain associations that go along with it and a lot of that might be from experiences you've had earlier in your life 
things that you have seen where a transformation was difficult, was sad, was hard. And so we start to create this association that change is bad, that it's hard, that it means X, Y, Z because of a previous experience. And that's not what it has to mean. So what if we could actually shift our relationship with change, with transformation itself and, and really just surrender to the fact that the nature of, of life is change and transformation. So that's the first thing is just understand that this process is going to be the easiest possible <laughs> when we come, when we go into it from an energy of surrender and openness and just willingness. How willing am I to honor my truth, to feel my emotions, to tune into myself and to live from my soul rather than my ego, my fear, my mind? How willing am I to honor my truth and make choices from my truth instead of doing all the things that I've been telling myself I should do or I have to do or living according to other people's expectations. That is the difference here. And that is the path to liberation because everywhere we are choosing for other people because of what other people think we should be doing is where we're not fully free in our lives. And so this process of ascension is allowing us to access divine freedom and divine love and really relate to ourselves and each other differently. So a lot of the things that we don't even think of as a belief because they're so embedded within our consciousness, we're going to start to think about, hmm, whoa, does that really need to be true, right? So that feels like a big energy there, but that's just kind of where they're, where they're starting, openness, trust your relationship with the divine will come forward where you don't trust the divine where you don't see yourself as divine so of course your relationship with yourself is going to come forward in a big way which is also going to mirror your relationship with the divine and a lot of these big questions that perhaps you never really thought about before and it's often when we hit what feels like a breaking point that we have to actually face this. What do I believe in? And a lot of people go through their lives never actually diving into what they really believe in. And they're, sometimes we they just don't take time to do that. Other times they just don't want to even look at the question because it feels so big or they're afraid to take a stance and then have an opinion and then have an opinion that's different from somebody else. We can't hide. And navigating ascension in the easiest way is diving right in and recognizing I can't hide. I can't hide from my destiny. I can't hide from my lessons. I can't hide from myself. I can't hide from my truth anymore. You cannot hide from the truth. And so that is really important to know in navigating ascension because it's going to feel really sticky. There's going to be a lot of resistance in your life. It's going to feel a lot heavier. There are going to be a lot more ego deaths. It's going to feel harder and that will be felt in the body if we are not honoring our truth if we are if we are following our ego instead of our soul. So it's going to be really important to keep checking in with yourself, consistently check in with yourself. You're going to want more space each and every day to be in your own energy field. That's going to be really important to get comfortable with your own energy field, to start to learn how that feels uh, and start to peel apart what's mine versus what's everybody else's. That's a huge lesson that's going to come through in this ascension process is recognizing how 
much we feel and perceive that we own as our own that might not necessarily be our own. And that can be emotions, that can be physical symptoms, and even just desires, thoughts. We have a lot of input coming in at all times in lots of ways. And a lot of people just attach them and take them on as their own when they're not necessarily their own. And so a huge component of Ascension and something that's going to be really supportive for you is creating more space just for yourself. And as a family unit as well, creating that within the family structure, you know, supporting the rest of the family with, you know, it's good for everybody to just have some time with themselves. It's, it's wild how so many of us never have space just to sit with ourselves and be and to think and journal or just sit in in silence and do nothing. It's going to be really helpful to have space for yourself. And that's going to be huge for navigating ascension as well and just peeling apart what's mine, what's not mine. And also how am I really feeling in this situation? Because we can be so busy going, going, going that we never really stop to think, to feel, to acknowledge do I really like this still or am I just in this situation still because it's habit and I'm here and I just keep showing up every day and it's a very mechanical process. We're getting out of that. We're really following the flow of our desires and we might have some abrupt changes because we're going to start to feel, oh, this isn't resonant for me anymore. And that's, that's the big piece of the shift is there are a lot of things we do just because it's routine. Well, this is how I show up every day. I show up, I I do this for my job, then I do this after, I work out here, and a lot of it becomes very automatic. And that can be helpful for us as humans in many ways because it takes some of the decision-making process time out of it and the energy that we can put toward decision-making. It lessens that and gives us energy to decide other things. But it's a shift in operating where we are present and very aware in every moment and just tuning into, does this feel resonant for me? Because the real energy drain is actually doing a lot of things that aren't full body yeses for us that aren't truly resonant. And so if we stopped and we slowed down and we, with every little decision, is this really what I desire to to do, to engage in on a soul level? Or is this just what I think makes sense? Uh, what I, I typically do, that comes down to the small decisions. It's who we spend our time with. It's the food we eat. It's when we go to sleep. So all of that, it's going to be really important to just notice how we might shift from day to day because we're going to have really different cycles coming in with, with the body, with our emotions. And it's really beautiful to start to recognize what those cycles look like and honoring cycles in your life. A lot of us have built our lives in a way that doesn't really honor the the natural cycles or or flow of things. You think about the seasons. Do we actually have seasons in our lives or are we just doing the same thing pretty much all year round? You know, maybe we uh, wear different clothes throughout the year because the weather is different. But think about that, right? Like if we think about spring and, and rebirth or winter and hibernation, but we're still working a lot during winter. I'm generalizing, but you know, my point is, their point is rather, our point is rather (laughs) that the way that we have structured our calendars and our lives doesn't really honor the cyclical nature of things. And it is really for our highest and best to have periods where maybe we're doing less and we're more in a hibernation period. We have, we have rebirth and and new projects that come up and, and higher energy times. We have times when we want to be more social and times when we want to spend more time alone. And so we can't really get to know what those natural rhythms are for us 
because we have to honor our own bodies and, and resonance. A lot of people try and think about those cycles from the perspective of what makes sense and it's very logical. Ascension is about tuning into your body, tuning into your intuition, tuning into your soul and operating from there and not trying to logic your way through it. So that requires presence and that requires awareness, that requires trust in yourself. And so if you're feeling disconnected from your body, if you feel like I've never even taken the time to tune into what feels good for me physically or I don't know how to hear my intuition that's going to be the big gift for you in this process because it's really going to be required for you to understand what's going to feel good for you, what's going to not drain your energy. When you are living fully in alignment and in flow with your soul, aligned with your soul's desires, it's really just seamless and it doesn't feel like you're getting pulled or drained. You don't feel that energy lag because you're just fully in alignment and you consistently have the energy that you need for the things that you got to do and you're also very aware of okay I'm going to rest now and so there's not this push or pull or needing caffeine or needing things to keep going or forcing ourselves to be on a certain schedule it's really honoring our own inner cycles and so our energy is going to be much higher which will affect our physical bodies as well and obviously you can imagine that will affect our relationships as well going back to what they were mentioning before around as we really tune into and honor what we need individually and we feel how good that feels for us we're going to become much more compassionate and understanding when other people do the same where so if we have plans with somebody <laughs> we have a plan to do something and and we wake up and our whole body is saying no i can't like today we need to stay in we need to uh, meditate we need to be quiet and, and I know that it's a visceral no on my body to go do the thing. And I honor that. And I recognize how much better I feel overall when I really honor that. Now, when I have some type of appointment or arrangement with somebody else and that happens on their end, I'm much more compassionate and understanding because I've been in their shoes. And so we're going to be once again, shifting into this way of relating. That's going to feel I f- a lot more free. It's going to feel just a lot more compassionate understanding this is shifting into compassion and, and, and divine love. And that will also mean a lot of different businesses will run very differently. Um, that will require us to really be clear in our own needs, which goes back to taking the time to tune in and feel into like what are my actual needs versus what I think I should need. <laughs> Somebody told me I need it or I read it in a book or I heard it on a podcast. What do I really require? That's also going to allow us to be a lot more innovative with the way in which we move through the world, right? When we are actually tuning into our intuition and we're open to the possibilities, something really magical might drop in about an innovative, an, an innovative, <laughs> an innovative way to do a certain thing or show up a certain way or even organize our calendars. You know, a lot of people are going to be guided to really do a lot less, get, get a lot more more done or maybe get less done in less time but doing a lot less and a lot more time being that's going to go hand in hand with using our energy really efficiently which is why really paying attention to what's in soul alignment is actually the most it's the clearest way to figure out how how you're going to use your energy most efficiently it's what's what's in alignment with your natural rhythm and and desires and, you know tools like human design and astrology can be super helpful just to give us 
a roadmap to start experimenting with to see what's feeling good and what's not just to give us give us an idea to go off of to to try things in a different way to widen our schedules you know but people are going to need a want, need and want a lot more space we're not going to want to feel constricted we're going to start to realize this energy of constriction that shows up in our lives that we've been used to and that could be in in time like feeling constricted with time feeling constricted by you know, this is how long this has to last. Every call has to be an hour or I have to work from nine to five or this relationship requires me to show up this many hours in this way. We're going to start to realize a lot of these things that have been normalized that might actually have this certain energy of constriction that will be dependent on the person. And because we're wanting space to expand and ascension is about expansion, we're going to have the opportunity to download the innovative ideas and and new ways of showing up that actually feel very free and and liberating and it's going to be really interesting to see how people bring that forward and and what what they're saying is this idea of trends is very interesting because (laughs) a lot of times the way that we make changes in society is there's a trend somebody starts doing a new thing and people oh that's a good idea so they jump in on it and there's this new trend we're all doing it this way we're gonna see this they're calling it a divergence of trends where instead of this idea of oh everybody's dressing this way now you know low-rise jeans are back let's hope not (laughs) uh instead it's gonna feel like everybody's following their own trend and so this idea of trends can actually kind of dissolve what will be trending is the frequency that is underpinning everything that that we do and so while the way it manifests physically how we're showing up might look very differently for example maybe how i'm eating how i am dressing how i am running my my businesses how i am scheduling my day how i'm exercising how i'm how i'm navigating my my friendships my romantic relationships i might start to find the way that's resonant with my soul that's very very different and it's, it's in alignment with freedom and love. And this person next to me is also doing the same thing in alignment with those frequencies for themselves, but because they are a different energy, a different frequency, a different aspect of source, the way that that looks in their relationships and in, in their diet and their calendar and their, in their career, it's going to look very different. And so what the trend will be are these higher frequencies that are underpinning the actions, but the actions will not be a clear trend. So we're going to see a lot of uniqueness, I'll say. That's really cool. I really love that. Okay, so trends. So let's move to... There, there we're, Now we're getting into the body. So I feel like the body is a really, really important part of physical ascension. And um, it's going to be something that really... I mean, obviously it's bringing us through this process. And so what's going to come forward is our relationship with our bodies. Where are we fighting against our bodies instead of listening? Where are we allowing our bodies to guide us and and understand that our bodies are giving us information versus always trying to change them or be upset with them or think that there's something wrong? What will really help you is if you recognize that like there's something wrong with your body, it's always giving you information. So can I listen a little bit more? And can I start to learn its language? That's really, really going to support you in the ascension process. The body is is going through its own transformation. You are doing this with your body. So we've got to listen. And what the body wants minute to minute, day to day might be a little bit different, which goes back to this idea of presence and, and intentionality and just being 
consciously aware of what am I really feeling drawn to right now? What does my body really require right now? And how can I co-create with my body? So we are really understanding in a new way through this process of ascension, the idea of co-creation and what does that really mean? So the body is going to shift in terms of its rhythms are going to shift. You might notice a change in your circadian rhythm. You might even notice that what your most optimal circadian rhythm looks like uh, changes like many times. It's not even a consistent thing. So maybe there are some weeks where you're more of a night owl and some some weeks where you're more of a, a morning bird that can, that can change or it just might kind of flip-flop on its head. Uh, we might experience, you know, what we call ascension symptoms. So we just, what do we have to say about ascension symptoms? Um, possible ascension symptoms, headaches, migraines, ringing in the ears, blurry vision, dry mouth, toothaches, aversions to certain foods, cravings for certain foods, shift in appetite, change in voice. That's interesting. Flu-like symptoms sore throat, body aches, chills, pains, joint pain, fatigue, random aches and pains in certain parts of the body. We want to pay attention to what those specific parts of the body are to tap into what does that part of the body represent? Is it on our masculine side, our right side or our left side, which is our feminine side? Uh, and then every single part of the body represents something as well that can give us information. Why does it keep showing up in that area? Uh, what is my body trying to trying to tell me? Digestive symptoms, <sighs> changes in your digestion, bloating, skin issues, rashes, acne, even changes in skin color, very dry skin. There can be quite literally a shedding, <laughs> quite literally a shedding with the skin. And, and I'll also say just a desire to change your appearance as well. So you might feel that, you know, as you're shifting vibrationally, you, f you, I mean, you are a different version of yourself. So you might feel this desire to change how you look, to, to dress differently, uh, to change your hairstyle. And that also includes your space. So we're going to be very sensitive to environment. And so that could be the actual location that you live in, that could be, uh, you know, your, your home, your home. What do the, what is the decor like? What's the aesthetic, the, the colors around you, uh, the messiness, you know, it's going to really start to affect you. You're only going to really be able to tolerate what's resonant for you. Uh, and that's a very real thing of how it's affecting your frequency noises, you know, so with the ascension symptoms, noticing that your senses become a lot stronger, your intuitive senses, your psychic senses are going to open up, your psychic abilities are going to open up, but there's going to be a sharpness in the other ones as well. So, you know, some of the symptoms might be the ringing in the ears or the the blurry vision, but that can turn into my vision gets even better <laughs> or my hearing, I really good hearing smells, you know, suddenly you have a really, really strong sense of smell and you're picking things up that barely even have a scent, but you're, you're smelling them, you know, you can taste things really intensely. So just noticing that, uh, that shift in your senses, you know, being very particular about texture. So this particularity they're saying is really guiding you to what's resonant for you. You're not being too much. You're not asking for too much. You're not being too high maintenance. 
your body is guiding you very strongly and as clearly as it can in its own language to what it really desires and what's for its highest and best and what's resonant. And the really important thing here, and this is a large energy that's going to move through the whole ascension process, is anchoring into this no judgment zone, right? So not judging what your body needs. You know, maybe your body is guiding you to set 10 crystals around you and and lay in your pajamas on the ground for five hours, you know, so there just no judgment, you know, maybe your body is guiding you to only eat bananas all day today, just release the judgment and honor what it, what it needs. That's going to open up a lot for you. And a lot of why the symptoms can get worse for people is because they're getting frustrated with the symptom and not trying to listen to what the body needs and just give, give the body what it needs. And instead they're trying to change it or, kind of 3D their way out of it and it's just not going to work. So you might notice that symptoms keep popping up and they don't really seem to make much sense. You know, when they don't have a cause necessarily, this can be a sign that's that it's an ascension thing, you know, and, and there's a component of just tuning into your intuition around, you know, is this a physiological thing uh, or is it an ascension thing? And, you know, obviously check in you want to make sure you're taking care of yourself physiologically if there's a very real cause, but there's going to be a lot of things that are shifting, hormone levels shifting and changing, hot flashes, you know, your sleep might get a little a little wacky, you might be, you know, waking up uh, in the middle of the night a lot, uh, you might not need as much sleep for some people, like even four or five hours, and other people are going to be needing 11, 12 hours because their body's just processing so much. So changes in sleep, changes in all types of cycles, hormones are shifting. You know, if if you're a woman with a menstrual cycle, you might be feeling that with your menstrual cycle. It's Maybe it's a little bit off. It's not its usual regular 28-day cycle or whatever it is for you regularly. So some of this can, can be off. And so it's just being aware that this this kind of stuff can happen and and opening ourselves up to maybe this is a piece of ascension in my body recalibrating versus freaking out that something is wrong and also remembering, you know, through this process or being made aware of how powerful we are as creators. The whole idea is that, that we are powerful co-creators. And so if I have some type of symptom and I'm jumping to something is wrong with me, am I going to start to manifest that and then create that in my field, right? So just really getting curious, obviously always, uh, you know, check with, with, uh, your medical provider, but, but there's a lot of overlap in many of these symptoms and a lot of the autoimmune diseases that are coming up. It are the body trying to guide people to a different location, to a different career, into a different relationship. And so some of these symptoms that you might think are something deeper, for example, gut issues, a lot of gut issues, maybe you're really bloated, your digestion is really poor, you are not, maybe you're really constipated. So it's like there's a stuck energy in in your in your system. What are you not digesting? What are you holding in? What emotions are you keeping inside? Or what are you picking up from, from your environment? Is that your body saying, this career isn't serving me, I'm too stressed? Is this, is this your body saying, this relationship isn't feeling safe for me. I don't feel like I'm safe to fully express my emotions. I have to hold a lot in. Is is it your body saying, you know, this city is is no longer it. This environment is no longer it. We would like to move to a different city. So just getting curious about when, when the body is saying no or having a symptom, could there be something that's out of alignment in, in the environment or in your life with with anything in your life, really, um, you know, it could be it could be your diet, but it could be your exercise, it could be your friendships, it could be your 
any relationships could be within your career, could be projects you're working on, could be music you're listening to that could, that could lead to the body getting bloated or the energy getting stuck or something's kind of going off. So listen to the body and get curious about maybe what else it is sharing from, from that angle. So the body is really going to, it's going to go through a lot and it's going to need a lot more care and the analogy they're giving is treating your body the way you would imagine you got a new, I mean, imagine it could be a baby or a new pet that's, that's a young pet and you know, it's, it's growing, it's changing and you know, it's the, the baby is crying or the pet is, is barking or meowing or whatever kind of pet it is. And you kind of use your intuition to figure out, okay, how can I support this animal? You know, it's, it's small, it's just growing. It maybe needs some more love and support. Uh, it's sleeping at different hours, really treating ourselves with that same love and care and, and just giving ourselves some grace because that's going to allow the process to be a lot, a lot easier. Let's talk about protein bars because most of them are total crap. And I used to be somebody who would never eat any type of bar. And then life started happening. Things are picking up and I am on the go a lot. And honestly, I'm not as good about like meal prepping and things like that as I used to be just being honest. And so in the last few years, I eat a lot more bars. It's so hard to find a clean bar that well is clean, tastes good, and doesn't give me gut issues. I am obsessed with the Paleo Valley superfood bars. I eat these all the time. They taste delicious. I actually crave them and they are super clean. Most food bars on the market have like very little nutrients, if any. Paleo Valley superfood bars are made with the highest quality, nutrient dense, antioxidant rich, organic superfoods they can find. You get eight or more of the world's most powerful superfoods in each delicious bite. And they use 100% grass-fed bone broth protein. Bone broth is rich in collagen, which is the most abundant protein in the body and is found in bones, muscles, skin, blood vessels, tendons, and the digestive system. Traditional diets included a lot more collagen than we have in our diets today, which is why I think it's so important to actively add in more collagen into our diets. But you have to be really careful with sourcing when it comes to collagen. Paleo Valley's bone broth protein is sourced from healthy grass-fed cows raised on pesticide-free grass pastures. They're never fed GMO grains or any grains at all. There's no gluten, grain, soy, or added sugar. No, quote, natural flavors, which we all know are super sketchy. And they taste good. I just love that I can eat this when I'm on the go. They taste delicious. They like taste like candy, but they are low carb, made from whole foods. They don't have any of those artificial ingredients. They're actually good for you and they don't upset my stomach. They have five flavors out right now. Red velvet, lemon meringue, dark chocolate chip, apple cinnamon, and the beloved pumpkin spice. My most eaten ones are lemon meringue and red velvet. They are so good. So if you're looking for a clean, healthy bar, you're looking for an extra way to add in some collagen into your diet, definitely check these out. I always have a few in all of my bags. I am obsessed. Find them at paleovalley.com and use my code Christina15 for 15% off. You honestly can't go wrong. I love all of the flavors. And while you're there, you guys know I use literally all of Paleo Valley's products super clean, all whole foods based, and their supplements actually work because they are the highest quality. Their vitamin C, their bone broth protein, you literally can't go wrong. So again, that's paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com, and my code Christina15, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, 15 will get you 15% off. 
Detox is really important. Supporting detox in the body is going to be very, very helpful because the body is processing so much and what's going to be coming up through ascension are going to be any, any, any energies that uh, are not going to resonate with our upgraded bodies as, as we shift in so many ways, as we shift vibrationally, as we shift into crystalline and those energies could be from, you know, very early on, uh, those could be, you know, through the ancestral line that could be from earlier in this lifetime. That could be emotions just right now that aren't serving you anymore. And so the body's going to be processing like anything in the field that isn't fully resonant. And so a lot is going to come forward, which is again, one of the big reasons why it's really important that we create extra space for ourselves and, and give ourselves time to tune in to how we're feeling and, and process our feelings and just move things out and through maybe getting support. It's going to be really important to have soul aligned relationships in our lives at this time, because it's going to allow ascension to be a lot easier. So if there are any relationships in our life that are not aligned with divine love that are not really soul connections the way they need to be, that's going to be really highlighted for you during this time of you know, who, who can really see me, who can really meet me and who is really with me in this process of expansion and who's not. And also where you're not feeling supported anywhere where you're just not feeling supported is going to be made very obvious. And it's, it's going to allow you to really put that intention out there of, I really want to call in people who can truly support me. Maybe that's, you know, working with professionals that can also be in friendships, relationships, but this is going to require you to let yourself be supported, which also means being supported by source, by the divine, by your guides, by, by yourself. You know, what do you, what do you need to feel supported? Uh, you can't, avoid that anymore of just moving through life and not really having that strong sense of support. It's going to be really, really important. And it's going to be a bigger gift overall, but back to the detoxification. So a lot's going to be processing and that will be processed physically as well as, you know, emotionally, energetically. So having practices to consistently support physical detox in the body in a gentle way, as well as emotional detox, energetic detox, you know, so this is any different energy work modalities, um, you know, any energy modalities like, like a high, uh, or anything that resonates with you there, things like breath work, sound healing, things that are really working on the energy body, uh, biofield tuning, you know, there's so many different options. And then also with, you know, physical detox, supporting the liver, lymphatic drainage is going to be really important, making sure that your digestion is really clear and you're supporting that, you know, digestion is going to be a huge thing allowing ourselves to release, you know, sweating, sauna, all of those things that support detoxification, dry brushing, whatever resonates with you. But supporting detox is going to be really, really important and emotionally as well, which goes back to the having time and space that could be with yourself, that could be with a healer, a coach, a therapist to process the emotions, a lot's going to need to come up and come out. And so the, the ascension process is going to be a lot easier if we are consistently just getting all that stuff moving through versus letting it all build up. And then we get energetically stuck and, and con- energetically constipated when uh, it needs to come out because there's so much that has to be cleared uh, at this time so that we can really 
align with this, this lighter frequency, you know, and so you're going to feel lighter overall. You might be called to lighter foods. A lot of dietary shifts are going to happen. Uh, and again, that could change day to day. We're really going to shift into like what's resonant for, um, you know, my body and, and what the body needs might not be what makes sense. So a lot of the traditional advice and where the science has been pointing about what our bodies need has been relevant for the body up until this point. But as we shift, our nutritional requirements are going to really shift as well. And it's really going to be, it needs to be looked at more from a frequency perspective. And that is outside of your protein, fats, and carbs conversation, right? So that has to do with the vibration of the food, your specific vibration, your energy centers, uh, how you're feeling, the colors, the shapes, all of those different types of things. And different people are going to notice that different things are more important to them than others. You know, the environment that you're eating in, we're really going to start to shift into seeing everything as really as energy. And it's this entire experiential piece of it to pay attention to. So what's the entire experience? Instead of looking at these different factors in isolation, what's the entire experience? So for example, you know, my diet is everything I nourish myself with. And that that is, you know, the clothes I wear, that is the colors around me, that is the decor around me, the people I'm with, that's all nourishment as, as well as food and, and the water that I'm drinking, right? So our, our bodies are really going to want to feel pristine, you know, so you're going to notice that maybe too many ingredients or processed ingredients really aren't resonating with you. Water quality is going to be really, really huge. Uh, you know, having the best quality water as possible is going to be really, really important. You're going to notice that you're a lot pickier with quality. Uh, and, and, you know, with the different healing modalities, like because the body is shifting, a lot of the old ways of approaching things might not necessarily work anymore. And the modalities or the things that help the body to heal might seem a little strange. So frequency will be a lot more supportive for people, higher frequency tools and modalities, but also it will be more about resonance, you know, and so alignment when the body's in alignment, when you are living from your soul and you're in overall alignment, the body can naturally heal. So there could be things that are causing symptoms or making us sick that are more about choices we're making in our lives, the the type of lifestyle we're living and it's making those shifts or even, you know, re- really recognizing that emotions that are stuck, that we haven't felt, that that are ready to be released. Those are the things that are causing some of these illnesses, sicknesses, symptoms. And when we make those shifts in our lives, when we make those different decisions, when we make different life choices, when we feel our emotions, when we clear that out, when we stop holding on to our fear, our resentment, our anger, now the body can actually do what it needs to do and start to heal. So we're really going to look at symptoms in a very different way. And instead of seeing it as something is wrong with the body, seeing it as this is information that is telling us what the body really needs at this at this time so be gentle with yourself be gentle with your body notice you know where where your body is telling you that it's really exhausted you know so this this sort of hba axis dysfunction that, that we're seeing what is that telling us about how we're using our energy it's going to be really 
dramatically obvious when we're doing things that are out of alignment, when we're putting our energy toward people or things that are not in alignment for us anymore because the body's going to feel really, really tired. And so when you are in alignment, your body's naturally going to get more energy. So really looking at that fatigue and that exhaustion from that lens is going to be very, very helpful as well. Um, so those are the main things with the body. Anything else? Let your body shift and change as it's meant to. Let your resonance shift and change as it's meant to. Don't judge it. Just allow it. Uh, and with that, you'll notice more of your abilities opening up. You're going to notice that the resonance piece is guiding you to the exact people and, and places and resources that you need to really unlock more of who you are and more of a remembrance of, of why you're here. And this idea of, of purpose and mission is really coming forward during Ascension. So we're really being aligned with our highest timelines to fully fulfill our missions, what we came here to do. And and really understand what our purpose is. Now, there are different layers to our purpose. And the big piece about purpose and mission is, once again, returning the theme of releasing judgment. So no judgment. And the thing that has kept a lot of people out of fully accessing all of their power and and living in joy, living in their joy, is they are judging what they're doing or judging what their mission might be. And so the piece is, you know, your purpose and your mission is... One component of it at its core is to be your most authentic self and live as your most authentic self. And when you follow the voice of your soul and you follow alignment, you're going to naturally be living your purpose and fall into your mission. And so you might you might uncover that there are specific things that you came here to do, that you came here to to share, to access, to invent, whatever that means. Uh, and that might that might be within your personal life, within your family unit, might be more of a a larger collective level. Living your purpose can take on a different meaning when you start to understand that, that, you know, your purpose is to be in alignment and to be joyful and everything else shakes itself out. Um, You didn't come here to hate your life. And so, a lot of people are really going to anchor into their mission and the mission that comes in might be something that you did not expect and it might be something that your ego wants to judge you know your ego might want to judge that part of the mission was perhaps to bring through these specific souls who also want to come onto this planet you know part of your mission could be or your mission could be that you know you you're here to be making delicious lattes are able to to enjoy you know I'm just th- I'm just throwing things out there uh, but the the thing is that you don't have to overcomplicate your mission and you don't need to be obsessed with finding it whatever needs to be done whatever you came here to do will be revealed to you as it's supposed to unravel and so the the human in us wants to know what is the mission and when do I do this and how do I do this all of that becomes irrelevant when we are actually making the shift into living with intention, living consciously, being present, following the voice of our soul. And we just go one moment at a time, one one decision at a time, one foot in front of the other. And everything that needs to get done gets done, right? Because if if part of my mission was to write this book, then there's going to come a moment where I'm excited and, and lit up by that idea and it naturally flows through me. And that's another piece of really changing the way we use our energy because a lot of us use our energy doing things 
that we think we should do or on the timeline that we think we should do them and the shift and where we're going to stop really draining our energy and actually feel the optimal flow of energy is when we shift into truly only doing things when we are inspired to do them. And of course, you can see how this will bump up against other people's expectations or other people wanting us to work on their time, uh, show up for them in the way that they want. But that that's just going to happen. And, and why are their priorities more important than yours? And so when you understand that source is flowing through you and in this moment, I'm inspired to do this, the most helpful, important thing you can do is, is bring that energy through in whatever way it is. And that could be, uh, I need to get on a train and go into the city and just be in the city and anchor in the light here. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of why, why we came was to, to anchor in higher frequencies. And, and the point, the mission is to live as your most authentic self, to live in this frequency of divine love and divine truth and allow that to be anchored onto the planet and allow that frequency to positively affect everyone around you and to inspire them to also do the same for them. So it really is as simple as living as your most authentic self and following your alignment. When you do that, you will be living your purpose and and your mission. And it gets to be fun and exciting and part of it is how cool is it just come here and do the human thing. So returning to that idea of presence and starting to really appreciate a lot of these smaller moments and how cool really everything is around us. And a lot of times we can really overlook how incredible it is just to be in this experience and how incredible it is to, to stand on the grass and, and feel the earth and look at the sun, you know, look at the sun, look at the beautiful trees around us or, you know, all of this technology we have around us, or I think about, you know, I have a crystal here, uh, you know, just really being in awe and wonder at all of the things that are right here and how interesting this is this whole human experience. How interesting is the experience? And often as humans, we're just running through it and thinking that nothing is enough. We're, we're running from the space of scarcity. And what this ascension process wants to do for us is shift us into a place of abundance and the remembrance that we are endlessly abundant, that we are love, that there's always more than enough, and that when we're in alignment, everything that we require comes directly our way. And so the other part of navigating ascension is going to be uh, creating a space for us to really live from that place, right? And so starting to pay attention to the things that maybe are keeping you in illusion, things that are not making you feel good in your life. And that could be certain conversations or topics or uh, people or places. Like this is the big theme of like, what's actually not making me feel good? What do I feel like maybe is setting up an environment where I keep getting pulled back into scarcity? And what are the things that activate me and allow me to remember who I, who I really was, right? And this goes back to feeling your joy and feeling your excitement and allowing your inspiration to guide you right? Living in that flow and not trying to force things. It's when we try and force things that we really make this process of ascension a lot, a lot more difficult. So we've moved through body. We've talked about, about purpose, more spiritual abilities turning on. So the, you know, the, the 3D senses getting sharper, but also our psychic senses getting sharper and your unique gifts are really going to become very obvious. Now, some of those might have a more spiritual flair to them, you know, for certain people who are really talented at working with energy or frequency specifically in their own unique way, but for others that might not feel like a very spiritual flair 
type thing. The point is that your unique gifts are not a coincidence. They are in alignment with your soul purpose and your mission. And it's going to become very obvious what you are uniquely really skilled at uh, to, to guide you toward that. And so for some, it might be a very tangible thing. For others, your unique gift might be that you're really, really good at holding space for people. You're a really incredible listener. Maybe you're really good at taking a lot of information and distilling it down into something that is more understandable for a different type of person uh, or just asking really good questions and seeing things in a different way. You know, maybe your your unique gift is the way that you see the world is really truly anchored in the space of, of abundance and love and, and optimism and joy and trust. And so you just living your life and being that example inspires other people to to do the same. So your unique gifts are really going to start to to turn online. Our senses are going to turn online. And so there will be this real opportunity to really hone in on, you know, how is my intuition showing up? How do, how do my psychic senses show up? And, uh, you know, what's what's my unique skill set? And so we're getting out of this space of trying to be like everybody else and really getting into how do I become the, the most me possible? Because that's where I really harness in my power and, and anchor in my power. And so it kind of goes back to the idea of, you know, trying to do all these different things and trying to do all the things that other people are doing because they seem successful or happy. That's not going to make you successful or happy. Whatever you're naturally good at, keep leaning into that because then you're going to become a master at that and you're here to be a master at that. There are things that I'm not that great at that I don't have any inspiration or drive to try and get better at. So I don't need to try and force myself to do that because I'm not here to master that. I'm here to master the things that come naturally for me and that I'm excited about and that I want to show up to every single day. And so we really get to peel apart, you know, some of these ideas in the collective around that things have to be hard and there has to be a lot of struggling and and suffering. And uh, it's only worth it if I'm working really hard and start to start to think about who is that idea really serving? And what would be the benefit for people who maybe want to maintain a certain type of power and control? What we're shifting into is is sovereignty, is liberation and freedom, is really allowing ourselves to truly think for ourselves, which often means less of everything else, right? So it goes back to this idea of more time alone, but less input. You know, there's there's a ton of information out there. There's a lot on the internet. There's a lot on television, movies music and you might find that you're really sensitive to that and realizing that when you just create the space now there's actually the opportunity when I'm not listening to all that tuning into that the opportunity for source and divine inspiration and wisdom to just move through me because that that is your natural essence so that will be really helpful as well just kind of like tuning out the extra noise and becoming aware of where the extra noise um, really really is okay so what else do we need to know about navigating ascension? You know, some of the things you're, they're saying that you're going to need to, to say or do that are keeping you in alignment might upset other people. And the way that we respond to that and perceive that is going to be a huge learning lesson for us as well. It's super important you understand that the people who come into your life at this time are not a coincidence. Things are going to fall apart that are not in alignment with your highest timeline. You're going to be guided on to the path that you need to be on for ascension uh, in the most, like have, having the most incredible, beautiful aligned experience there, which might mean that some of your friends go away or you got to move, you got to change your career. So it can be, it can feel like a hard left, but 
it's aligning you with your highest timeline, right? So be really clear with what you're calling in. You have to understand that your manifestation powers are going to get stronger. You might notice that you just speak something and it comes into existence really quickly. So you're going to want to be really pristine with your energetic boundaries. You're going to want to be really clear with, with what you're telling yourself again and again. What are the stories you're telling yourself? Because the stories that you're telling yourself that your expectations are going to become your reality and you're going to realize that you can manifest things in really, really quickly. So it's going to be really helpful to pay attention to that. And this goes back to realizing how powerful you truly are, right? Uh, and with great power comes great responsibility. So that's going to be really important. But just also recognizing where we are making ourselves wrong because somebody else maybe is putting pressure on us uh, or doling ourselves down because we don't want to outshine someone else. All of that is actually not serving those other people because the way that we can support the collective the most is by being our truest, our truest selves. Uh, and when we are vibrating like so purely and clearly with our unique energetic signal, just radiating out, that, that is that is source moving through you. That is divine love. And that affects everybody in the field, right? Which is why it's so powerful to, to do work on the land, to do, to do grid work, just to anchor into where, wherever you're living, like you just being, you just being, being in joy, being in love is supporting the planet in shifting and changing. Um, you know, understanding our relationship with money is going to be really important to navigate ascension. So if we can just start to, once again, curious, curiosity, openness they're saying no judgment and starting to notice what is my relationship like like with money and where we have blamed money for why we are stuck uh so we're really gonna have to shift our relationship with money and so doing work around your relationship with money uh the beliefs you have about money is going to be really important once again navigating ascension it's going to be really helpful to just start to see everything as energy and to think of your entire reality as just something that you're coding based on your beliefs people are coming in into the video game exactly when they're supposed to because Perhaps they have information or a lesson uh, or, or support resources that you need at that time. So can you be open uh, to, to what might be there for you and recognize that it's it's not a coincidence? But also with this money piece, realizing how you might have been limiting yourself because you're blaming money for everything, you know? So we're really going to want to explore our relationship with money and we can't use it as as a scapegoat anymore we can't blame it we, we can't blame it anymore we can't say that we can't follow our mission or, or follow our alignment because of money anymore uh, that's going to be money is going to be one of the main ways that people make ascension harder for themselves because they're going to keep living in this illusion of there's not enough and use it as a reason to not live in alignment or make the decisions that their soul is calling to. This is where we actually get to blow up some paradigms in a really powerful way of realizing, oh my gosh, when I follow alignment, I'm supported. And money is just a physical manifestation of of abundance energy that is abundant. <laughs> uh, it's flowing, you know, from from source itself. So money is going to be really important and I feel they're saying going to become much less a smaller part of the equation for people where for a lot of people, this is the thing that, you know, every day they're trying to get, well, how am I going to get more? Well, I can't do that because of these finances, it's become this central thing. And we don't even really know what the thing is, right? It's like the central thing in our lives 
And if you thought of that as a person, like a central, a central figure in your life, wouldn't you, like, what's your relationship like with that person, right? People barely know money. What are you saying about money? How are you talking about it? Uh, and it's actually be going to become less of a central thing because people are going to understand things just sort of shake themselves out as well as, um, you know, opportunities for shifting how, like how we use money in general for sure. But we're going to see that flow returns in our lives when we stop making money the central figure and allow it to be something that sort of works itself out. The analogy they're giving is it's sort of like the person who plans the entire, like their entire day and week around their meals. When am I going to eat this? What am I going to eat? And they're really concentrated on it. And there's another person where they eat, you know, three meals a day, but they don't really think about it, or worry about it. They just, it kind of sorts itself out and, and they get fed. Um, you know, they're not planning, what am I going to eat every meal and what am I going to go and all these details and it just sort of shakes itself out. Um, so that's actually going to be really liberating for us because money is one of the main ways that we are out of alignment with the frequency of liberation in our lives. And this time is about liberating ourselves 100%, uh, which also means in relationships, really starting to peel apart um, I'm going to go back to career actually, just because they said one more thing around that money and career there. When you follow alignment, when you follow your soul and you follow your intuition and you turn out the noise, this is where the divine inspiration comes in. And actually there are going to be quote, new careers that come through things that you didn't even think were a career, things you didn't think the same way things that you didn't think were a mission can be a mission. Things you didn't think a career were a career or could be a career are going to come forward. We're already seeing this a lot with this newer generation and jobs exist now that, you know, the older generations never could have fathomed. And so understanding that if you follow your inspiration, like you can create a new a new career that it could be something that you offer that no one's ever offered before. Uh, and just allowing that to be an open space versus trying to fit yourself in a box. We're not trying to fit ourselves in the boxes anymore. We're creating new boxes again and again and again. So new careers are going to be created, but back to this relationship piece, our relationships are truly going to mirror for us everything that we need to be looking at through ascension. So the body and our relationships are going to be supporting us the most in our ascension. And so we're going to feel triggered and challenged in relationships specifically because we're going to be bumping up against other people's priorities or their expectations or their their norms. And what's really beautiful is we get to invite in soul aligned relationships and create create a space where we realize that we're co-creating relationships and they don't have to be based on a template that was previously implemented. So a lot of us enter into friendships, romantic partnerships, you know, family dynamics, based on a template of what of what we've seen before. Uh, and that could be, you know, modeled by other people, what we experienced growing up. And those templates need to to change and shift. And so what we really want to tune into is just this frequency of divine of divine love. This is why your your time connecting to source itself is going to be the most important piece of navigating ascension, making sure that you're anchoring into source every single day through meditation, having more peace, having more stillness. Peace is the main, main thing to focus on in navigating your ascension process. Prioritize your peace and things will align. When we connect with source and we really feel that frequency of love, now we start to be able to bring that into our relationship dynamics and notice where some of those relationship dynamics are actually more out of this energy of obligation and commitment and what I think I should do, or I have to show up for this person in this way. And that's not operating uh, 
in alignment with the frequency of, of divine love. So when we anchor into the frequency first and we really let our intention and the vibration lead the action, that's when the new templates can drop in and the new way of relating can really, really come in. So you might notice that what feels better for you uh, are going to be like a different style of relationship where perhaps it is less, less relationships, less of the extras and really just the soul aligned uh, deeper connections uh, or even the way that you relate to each other where maybe you're used to, oh, well, if someone's my friend, we hang out this many times a week. We talk this many times a week. We really need to release all of that. There doesn't need to be a structure to it. And time is not a thing anymore. You know, so it's, it's what we mean by that is it's not the more time I spend with you, the closer we are. It's the soul resonance allows us to see each other on that soul level and have a deep connection. And if we don't talk for six months, nothing really, really changes. So it's those soul aligned relationships that really are going to be prioritized at this time. New people are going to come in. Dynamics are going to shake out, you know, so if there are any relationships you're in that are not calibrated to that frequency, problems are going to arise. Things are going to be mirrored to you. You're going to feel the feelings in your body that are telling you, I need to shift this dynamic. So it's not always that the relationship needs to end, but it's that the dynamic needs to, to shift. So we have to ingrain in new patterns that requires conscious intention to, to create a new habit essentially. And it's really just choice of showing up differently. But remember that you set the frequency of the relationship and you can decide, you know, this is how I'm going to show up. This is what's going to feel good for me. And other people can either meet you there or not, but it's when you show up as your truest, most aligned self that you can see who is aligned for you and and who is not. So really allowing ourselves to relate to each other differently, uh, you know, noticing where you feel like, well, if I'm someone's friend, this is a requirement. Or if I'm somebody's romantic partner, this is a requirement of how I show up. Or if I'm somebody's parent or child, I'm required to do X, Y, Z. Is that really true though? Maybe some of them, maybe some of them you feel are, and maybe some of them aren't. But we really want to start to peel apart where we are operating from codependency and obligation uh, rather than divine love and just truly desiring to to be in a relationship with that person and uh, that might look like we spend time a little bit differently uh, in a different way for a different amount of time things like that um, but we're going to see that the depth of the connection is going to be really important because once again it's like our tolerance levels are going to shift we just will not be able to tolerate things there's going to be a visceral no that, that thing we're not going to be able to tolerate things that are that are not in alignment with with the truth of our soul so it's going to be very obvious that's going to come through in our relationships as well Whew. all right there's a lot there and there's so much more to go into but i'm going to wrap up here because uh it just feels like a good stopping point uh trust that you'll be guided trust that you'll be guided through this process of ascension. Take it one step at a time. And so much of the journey is just allowing yourself to be in the miracles, be in the curiosity and let some interesting things happen to you and let yourself be guided to places you wouldn't expect to be guided to. And just one foot in front of the other part of this process is teaching us to live in the present. And that's how it's going to, that is what is going to really help you navigate this process in the easiest way. So as we have for you today. I hope this was helpful. If it was, definitely take a screenshot and share it to social media. Tag me at Christina the channel and at Christina the channel podcast so I can repost you and say a big thank you for sharing because it helps support the show and grow the community. And I would love to keep growing our community. And yeah, can't wait to hear how this resonates for you. So huge thank you for tuning in today. I hope, I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I'll chat with you again next